What's going on, y'all? And welcome back to Confidence. I don't love that intro because you know what it is? It's just not conversational, right? I want this to be a conversation, me and you. That's it. I I don't want anybody else involved. I, you know, I want this to be a very personal conversation between me and you. And when I say that, welcome to confidence, it makes it sound like I'm on a stage. I'm not on a fucking stage. I'm in your damn living room. I'm in your basement. I'm ready to fucking chop your dick off. No, I'm just kidding. You probably more than likely have a cooch. And if that's the case, um, depending on like how attractive you are, I would definitely talk to you. I don't know if you know that, but like one, I was writing down the things that I love in my life and I wrote down a couple items. I probably should have brought my notebook with me because uh, I did a lot of self-reflecting lately. Uh, but one of the couple things that I wrote down, I said, you know, Chris, what are the things that light you the fuck up? What are the things that make you come alive? You know what I wrote down? <laughs> I wrote down sports. <laughs> I wrote down uh, competitive shit. I wrote down women. I wrote down flirting. I wrote down um, being with good friends. I wrote down, I don't know. You want to know the reason I started writing this shit down? It's because I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I like. I don't know what I like. I don't know what my life is that is not content. I was talking to my therapist today and we hit some pretty big breakthroughs. And you know what's crazy is she's sitting there and we're talking about my life, the things I'm struggling with. Uh, the things I'm currently struggling with right now is feeling like I don't have a purpose or a story. And what's wild is every single time I'm talking to her about like me struggling to have this story or me struggling to have my purpose, it's in, re in, in relationship to what do I want to put online? What do I want to put out for the people? And what's fucking wild is, is when I'm going to talk about this, um, you know, there's been a lot of time gap in between my last episode. I obviously tore my Achilles tendon um, and I have a lot of stories to tell you about New York. But one of them is, is about a, a woman that I met um, who's all green flags, by the way. Um, and, and I'm talking to my therapist and we're t telling this story. I'm telling her the story about this girl and I'm going to tell you guys a story as well. Um, but I'm telling her the story about this girl and I'm just like, yeah, you know, I just... I just don't know how it's going to fit online. I'm fucking telling the girl that I'm talking to and, and I'm literally sitting there. I'm just like, ah, but like, what's the story behind this? Why the fuck am I living like that? You know, like th that's what I've been thinking. I'm like, yo, everything in my life is so consistently great. And there's only one thing I care about. There's only one thing I want. And that's to be an internet personality. And this is what happens is I am hyper-focusing on the thing that I want so bad that I'm trying to control it. And this is a great thing to relate to dating, right? So, and I think that maybe sometimes women and men approach this differently. I think that men are so hyper-focused on, you know, being rich or, you know, becoming something with their lives that they are trying to control that outcome so much that they get debilitated by it, that they get, you know, pushed down, right? They're so bogged down by the results that they're getting. They're so hyper-focused by the results that they're getting that they don't just do the work and just fucking relax and let shit fucking go. 
And the same thing for women, right? When it comes to dating or anybody, honestly, it depends on whatever it is that you want deeply in your life. When you fucking love something, when you fucking want something in your life so fucking bad, the problem is, is you become hyper-focused on it. You, get, you, you put so much intention behind it that you try too hard, that you push too hard, that you try so hard to control the damn thing that you just want in the first place that you end up doing way too much. Um, and, and because of that, you aren't really making that much progress because you end up procrastinating, right? You end up um, doing things that you normally wouldn't do. You end up showing up inauthentically because you're trying too hard. And that's why I was saying relating it to dating in a way, right? Think about it. Are, are you going to be very successful if you pick somebody as the result? If you're like, yo, this person, I want them to be with me so fucking bad. I want them to just love me. And what do we do? We fucking, we get insecure about it, right? We start doing things out of our normal. We start, again, doing too much. We start acting and doing things that not that aren't authentically us. And I think that's what happens to me sometimes when it comes to my career and it comes to the things that I'm putting online. I am so fucking hyper-focused on it that I'm constricting it. I'm choking it. I'm, I'm trying way too hard to manipulate the game. I'm trying way too hard to be something when all I desperately really want to be is myself. And that's something I've been really struggling with, and I'm sure everybody does in some ways. But for me personally, it's just... I so badly want to be myself and then I'm like, what the fuck am I? Really? Because all I keep doing is I keep living for the content. I keep living for uh, the outside perception, right? I'm always wondering about how somebody's going to perceive my videos. How is somebody going to take this action? Oh, what's the next story? How is the things in my life going to how would you say it? End up online. How are they going to look when I put it out there? Because my whole thing is being authentic, right? My whole thing is being my honest truth. So what do I do? I know I'm going to sit here and I'm going to tell the truth to the people, right? I'm going to sit here. I'm going to sit in front of this fucking camera, and this microphone right now. I'm going to tell you the damn fucking truth about my life. 110%. So what do I do instead? I manipulate my own life to present a story online. Am I really being myself? If yes, am I being honest? De definitely. Am I being authentic to a degree? Yeah, I am. Don't, don't get me fucking wrong. I mean, that's what it is. I'm telling you the formula right here, right? Which is the problem is, is I'm not living my life for me and the things that I want. I'm living my life for what I feel that other people would want or what my audience would want or what I think I want to put online instead of just saying, Chris, Imagine the internet did not fucking exist. What would you be talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What, what would I even be giving a shit about? And that's what's crazy is I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself and I'm like, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I have no fucking clue what the fuck I would even care about if I wasn't sitting here trying to be a creator online. I really don't. I, I read this book recently, um, don't know the title, sorry, fuck yourself, um, but I've been reading this book and one of the questions in it was something like this, and I want you to think about this as well because now I'm fucking telling you what to do, eat an ass, uh, but here's the question, the question was, you know, if money wasn't an object, and you've heard this shit before, if money wasn't an object and you've already traveled the world and you've 
everything that you're doing right now, the actions uh, that you're taking do not result in public acknowledgement, AKA fame wasn't really involved, right? So let's say, again, money wasn't an object, fame wasn't an object, living for other people were an object, and you already traveled the world. You've already done everything. What would you be doing with your time? Literally. And, and what you're supposed to do is answer that question off the jump. Don't sit there and think about it. What's the first thing that pops into your fucking mind? Because we don't want to overthink. That's what, that's what happens. We sit there, we fucking think too much. We're not living in our natural path. Not the natural path that you guys fucking use, you sluts, fucking people that don't use fucking birth. I found out that people that don't use birth control, all they do is use natural path. I guess that's good. That's better than not tracking your cycle. I, we're getting off topic. <laughs> uh, but, but do you understand what I'm saying? It's like, what the fuck would you do? What, what would you be doing, right? And I sat there and I thought to myself and I was like, first thing that came to my mind, boom. I was like, I'd probably just make some dumbass videos. I'd probably just, you know, my Instagram stories, I'd probably just be doing that where I just sit there and I'm just like, here's my fucking life. Eat my fucking ass. Suck that dick. Um, here's who I am. la di da I'm making fucking pasta or I'm, I don't fucking know. I'm going to the gym. I fucking, I got a stupid ass fucking cast on. I, I, I would just be presenting my life and presenting my personality and just letting it be free and open. And I just wouldn't be given a fuck. And I've asked one of my coaches one of these questions and she told me I'd be a mom. I was like, that's fucking great. Now you know what it is that you want to do in your life. Don't be so afraid of it. Um, and that's the thing is we're all afraid of the things that we truly want deep down, right? For me, it's to be myself entirely to, to freely, right? Personality just out there as much as I love dating and as much as I love mindset, as much as I love self-help. And I think all of this is all of that combined, right? But as much as I love that shit, I'm like, what, what really do I love? I just love fucking around. <laughs> Can I make money off of that? I, I mean, I don't really know, but that's the thing too. It's like, again, I'm so focused on the results of it, right? I'm so focused on um, you know, the way the video is going to be taken. Why can't I just put myself out there? Because that's the thing too, is I think if I truly just let it go, like let go of the expectations and it's way easier said than done. If I could completely let go of the expectations, you don't think the content would even be better. You don't think it would be better. You don't think it would be even more frequent. You don't think it would just be amazing because people would be like, wow, this isn't the fucking status quo. That's the thing is I'm getting sick and tired of just like teaching people shit. Like, here's boundaries, bitch. Like, I don't give a fuck. If you don't, if you can't figure it out, <laughs> I'm just like, fuck it. Now, don't get me wrong. I like helping people one-on-one. -on -one. I really do. I love that. That, to me, lights me the fuck up. You want another thing that lights me the fuck up? Helping people through their bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That lack of confidence, right? Being their therapist. Honest, that's really what it is. I would love to be your motherfucking therapist because I truly believe I can help you conquer anything in your mind. Now I've got my own, right? I've got my own therapist because I've got my own bullshit to deal with. And I think it's way easier to help somebody from the outside because again, when we're sitting in the shits and we're hyper-focused on something, it's very difficult to look around it, see a different perspective. And you need other people in that, um, for that in your life. And so back to what I was saying also about like, you know, let's say your goal, right? And I think if a, maybe a woman, or it doesn't fucking matter, maybe a woman, I don't really know. Maybe maybe as a dude, your dream is to be a mom. I 
could beats me. I, I'm not here to tell you what to do. But my whole point is this is it's funny how the thing that we want the most. And, and again, I think for women, maybe it's love, right? It's that commitment. It's just this idea of family, right? Um, what do we do? Because we're so hyper-focused on it. So we're so hyper-focused on the commitment. We're so hyper-focused on filling that gap that we're not showing up natural. We're not showing up authentic. And it's crazy how this pattern is, is so real. And I think all of our lives. So when we answer that question, right, what is the thing that we would be doing? How would we be spending our time? What do you really fucking care about? What is your purpose? What, what the fuck do you want? I think that that answer we all know what that one answer is deep down. And I think that's what makes it so difficult is because we love it and we want it so bad. And again, we strangle it. We do too much. But let's get back into my life, the life story here. So there's a lot of shit that happens as the last podcast. When I last left you guys, you know, I was going into surgery and, um, you know, I guess that was good. People were just like, how was surgery? You don't fucking care. <laughs> I mean, you do. You're asking me, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like, uh, it was good. All right. You, you want the answer? Yeah, it was fucking good. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not dead. I've got a fucking, yeah, I got a little stitches. I, my stitches were taken out today. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, but long story short, I mean, that was a tough little moment for me. You know, everything was rolling. I was telling you guys, right. I, oh, I told you guys, remember I got scammed for $5,000 too. I ended up getting it back, I believe. And also another huge thing that happened because I'm literally broke as shit. Um, the hospital that I went to in New York, the reason I went to New York to get the surgery in the first place is my family doctor or my aunt, uh, works for this really, really good doctor in, uh, New York, one of the best hospitals in the country, and he was going to take care of me. They have a financial assistance program, right, that they they use to, apparently, I think like hospitals or medical offices or whatever it is, providers, you know, they have a certain amount of dollars that they need to essentially, you know, help people with, um, kind of like philanthropy, you know, I don't know, the corporate, what is that shit, the corporate, uh, you guys know what I'm talking about. Not corporate finance, fucking corporate philanthropy. What are, you guys know what I'm talking about. Where they, where they got to act like they're nice. <laughs> Essentially what it is. And long story short is I applied for this financial assistance and they covered my whole fucking surgery. It, honestly, you guys want to know how much it would have been? 26000 motherfucking dollars. Somehow your boy has escaped... Only with the torn Achilles. That's the only L that, is, that really has happened from that past situation. Remember, I was freaking out. Life has a funny way of doing shit for you. I don't really know how it all works out for me, but it just always does. Uh, so anyways, get the surgery. I'm fucking, I can't put any weight on the damn thing. I'm like, all right, what do I do? You know, I'm, I'm feeling in the dumps. I'm like, damn, I can't podcast. I can't go to the gym. Like, you know, this shit is ass. So uh, I. what's also crazy though is, you know, I, I spent some time being in the present. I actually felt really happy, to be honest. Like, by the end of that New York trip, I really felt so good. And I think there was a couple factors, and, and I guess we'll lead into this. Um, and the reason that maybe I felt the way I have been feeling the last couple days, you know, I just had this whole rant about, I don't know where I'm going or what the fuck is happening. I think that's the result of a couple of choices where I didn't follow my intuition, but we're going to bookmark that really quick. So in New York, though, um, I met this girl. That's all I'm going to say. I met this girl. And honestly, 
yo, like, she's amazing. She's amazing. And listen, I'm saying this. I, I really, I hung out with her a few times. But so, you know, I go to the hospital, right? And this is how me and this girl met. You know, I'm on the way to surgery, right? I'm fucking crutching in. I post my story that I'm like going to get surgery at this hospital. Uh, this girl DMs me and she was like, oh, that's such a great hospital. Like, good luck on your shit. Uh, and I was like, oh, thank you. And she's like, yeah, if you need anything, I'm a nurse, like blah, blah, blah. I, I'm paraphrasing right now. I don't know if this is how the conversation went. <laughs> uh, she's like, if you need anything, um, you know, just let me know. I was like, oh, you, you want to take care of me? And she's like, yeah, of course I take care of you. So now you know the fucking shit's heating up. Uh, long story short, I was like, oh, you know, like come through, like, you know, why don't you like come spend some time with me? I literally have nothing to do. You know, I got to fucking sit here and do nothing. Uh, and I was like looking at her pictures like, yo, this girl is cute. Like she's really fucking like my, my initial thought was this girl is like hella family oriented. All of her pictures on her Instagram are literally like pictures of like upstate New York. She's like a farm girl. Like she's like, you know, artsy and cutesy. Like she's taking all these like little carousel pictures. She has no pictures of her in a bikini. She has no pictures of her with less than three layers on, to be honest. Everything has like a jacket or a sweater. She just looks like this like cute little wholesome, you know, nurse girl. And she like had gone to NYU or something. I don't know. Fuck. I was like, no, this is cool. Like she's cute. I don't really know what the vibe is. I, I Honestly, she looked kind of younger. And I was like, I don't know what the really, what's really going to happen here. Anyway, she comes over. Um, You know, the weird part is, is like, I'm at my mom's house, right? So... And it's a small apartment. She gets there. You know, first thing she does is like she meets my mom. She meets my mom and me at the same time. <laughs> first meetup, you know, which is kind of strange. It's very weird. Uh, my mom's like, hi. My mom's the worst meeting women. I swear to God. She's got like the worst. She's like, you hungry? Like you need something to drink? Chris, offer her something to drink. You know, she's like fucking doing the Italian mom thing where she's like, asking 3,000 motherfucking questions at a time. Like, are you okay? Like, well, like, uh, whatever. She's like, I'm going to leave for the night. Like, I'm going to leave you two alone. I'm like, all right, ma, like, get out of the fucking house because you're embarrassing me. <laughs> um, long story short, um, you know, this girl comes in, uh, she, you know, fully clothed. I, I mean, that would be weird if she was naked. Uh, but what I meant by that is she's she's got like... um. I don't know. She, the way she's dressed, no makeup, hair down. Um, and she just like, I think she may, I think she was coming from work. So she had her scrubs on, you know, a big sweater on all that kind of stuff. Again, just very like, you know, buttoned up, dressed up. Um, the only word I can, I can use to describe this girl is fucking wholesome. And that's the thing. As soon as she got to my house and she, as soon as she walked in, I was like, Whoa, I was like, Holy fuck. This girl is She's like, I, I, I'm going to use the word gorgeous. Like, I was like, whoa, like this girl is beautiful. Um, just really cute face. Um, and she sits down with me at the couch. She's like interacting with my mom. My mom leaves. And I don't know. We just fucking hit it off. Like, um, she's just super cool. We just started talking about our shit, like just our previous relationships, the things that have happened to us. I uh, find out she's fucking 28. I'm like, holy fuck. Did God bless me? I was like, this is amazing. Um, brunette, you know, pff, 
I'm telling you, everything was just on point. Like I said, green flags, attractive, beautiful, fucking beautiful brown eyes, 28, fucking good head on her shoulders, really like sweet, just so fucking sweet. Literally, I can't even begin to describe you. Um, and yeah, we just, we had a bomb time and then she had worked the next day. She, she kind of had to like, uh, leave early. I remember I was like, in my mind, I was like, all right, how am I going to interact with this girl? I was like, there's not really a lot of like space. And like, I didn't want to bring her to the bedroom. So we were on the couch, you know, I can't put any pressure on my foot. So me and her, I'm sitting in a chair. She's sitting on the couch to my right. After about 30 minutes of talking to each other, maybe probably 20, to be honest, I go over her. I was like, can I just sit on you? And she's like, yeah. So I go and I sit on this girl, right? She's sitting on the couch. I've got a pillow on her lap. My head is on the pillow and my foot is up off the side of the couch. So I don't know if you guys could visualize this, but she's sitting straight down. I'm laying on the couch with my head on her lap and she's just sitting there talking to me and we're just like, it's like a, I don't know, a a beautiful little moment. And, you know, after like an hour or so, I like, I think the first time I kissed her, I kind of (laughs) like... I was just like looking up at her and like we were kind of staring at each other and I just like kind of just like (laughs) I just like blew a kiss but I was like and then she just like looked at me and I just like pulled her hair down and we just like kissed and it was just like I don't even know it was like cute little tap kisses though wasn't that like disgusting make out fucking moment um I don't know why I'm relaying all this to you all I'm trying to say is this is like I instantly I was just like, bro, this girl's amazing. I was like, this girl's great. And I want to talk about that because you know, a lot of people, a lot of girls, I always feel like you guys are always wondering like, do do you know right away? And I'm like, here's the thing. It's not that a guy knows he likes you right away. It's a guy knows right away if he doesn't like you or if he only just wants to fuck you. That's all it is. But we know pretty instantly what category you just fit into. That's all it is. It's not that like, oh my God, because here's the thing, right? Yes, I had this magical fucking first day, first date with this girl. And I'm like, fuck yeah, like I'm going to keep seeing you. But it has no indication or whether or not I'm going to date you because how the fuck do I know? How the fuck do I really know who you are? We haven't interacted like with your friends. I haven't had a working leg. You know what I'm saying? There's so many things we haven't yet to explore. Um, But I digress. Um, Anyways, she leaves my house. My mom comes home. My mom's like, she's like, oh my God, Chris. She's like, I really like that girl. She's like, she was just so, and I was like, wholesome? She's like, yeah, she was so nice. Like, oh, she's like, Chris, like, she's like, you got to keep talking to her. I was like, she's like, don't talk about her online. (laughs) My mom's like, don't talk about her online. Okay. Like, don't do that to her. I was like, all right, all right, whatever. Uh, so moment ended and I remember sitting there in my chair after she left and I was like, holy fuck, like, damn, I really do fuck this girl. Um, long story short, uh, she, we make plans to see each other again. It was like a couple days later. Um, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I actually did see another girl as well. (laughs) And that girl is cool too. And that shit got a little sus. Um, but it was a different kind of vibe, right? Um, I see this uh, other girl who I've been talking to and texting a little bit while I was here. So we've been building a little bit of rapport. 
Um, she's also pretty dope, but she was blonde, fit, fire as fuck. Now, this girl is just, I, I think, a little bit more crazy. And not like a crazy and like a, I don't know how to explain it. She's not bad. <laughs> but it was just a different energy. It was a different energy of, like, I feel like this is a girl I would have fun with, but not a girl that I think I wanted to wife. Um, and I don't know what the difference was other than just like, I don't know. Again, I just hit it off with the other one just a little bit deeper, but this girl, you know, fire as fuck blonde girl, fiery, like just the, like joking around constantly sarcastic, like funny. Like it was a good time. Fake boobs, the whole thing. She kind of is like, um, if, and again, I hate saying this shit cause they're going to fucking listen to this, but honestly it is what it is. But she's kind of like, in my mind, it seemed like the girl that like like used to party back in the day and then just was like, you know, got older and kind of just like, you know, moved on from the scene a little bit. And now she's just kind of living, chilling, like rebuilding her life in the in the second half of her life. She's like 31. She's a little bit older. Um, but anyways, I had a really good time with her too. And that shit was sus. We definitely went to the bedroom and, you know, whatever. We didn't bang, though. I did not have sex on this trip whatsoever. So, and that's the one thing, too, I guess, with, like, the other girl, like, the wholesome girl, is, like, that was just, you knew it was going to be an automatic no. Like, and it wasn't even really pushing for it. Honestly, with either of them, it really, like, it's not something I necessarily needed. It's just, like, whatever the vibe was, I was just going to roll with it. Uh, but I will say that about the wholesome girl is, like, I knew that wasn't going to happen, but it honestly didn't even matter. Um, so again, no offense to the other girl that I interacted with. Um, she was really cool and I had a good time with her, but just the energy I had with this other girl was just different. It was just different. Again, it, it was just like, I don't know. I just kind of felt like this wasn't a girl I just wanted to sleep with. And, and I knew that instantly. So anyways, we make plans to see each other again. I end up seeing this girl four times. I hang out. I was there for a week and a half. I saw this girl every other day and we were texting um, every day that I was there. And honestly, I started to fucking like love bomb this girl. I'm literally telling her to her face. I'm like, yo, like I like you're fucking amazing. Uh, what was the what was the thing I told her? And honestly, I would say here's the other difference too is she was really good with her boundaries. Like I was like love bombing her. I was telling all this shit. I was like, I think about you every day. I was like, I think about you every hour, which is, which is weird is like, it wasn't not true. It was true. But you know, obviously I'm just like playing up. I'm, I'm making it dramatic. Um, and she's like, oh, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. And she's kind of just like, you know, she's being patient. She's not giving me too much. She's not like love bombing me back. She's like being really good about her boundaries. And I, and I, and I really think that that is something that a lot of women can, um, learn from in a way, right? Like, cause the reality is, is it did allow me to find her more attractive in a way, to be honest, to keep it real, because she wasn't, you know, overbearing, you know, she didn't stay very long every single time she hung out with me, right? She had work. She would be like, all right, I got to leave at 11 o'clock. All right, I'm leaving. See you later. You know, I got to go. And I feel like for some reason, I, I really just respected that. But again, it, it, it was deeper than just that, right? It's not just about having good boundaries. Like, I think that is very important. At the end of the day, it was just the way that she presented herself was just as a high value woman. And I think that's really what it comes down to. She was very serious about her work. She didn't fuck around with her time. 
She made sure to shut down my attempts to love bomb, right? She didn't fuck around, right? If I started saying some bullshit, she just ignored it. But she was still having fun and she was still chilling with me and obviously she still showed up. And I think the biggest thing for me is every single time she said she was going to show up and hang out with me, she came. She showed up. She didn't back out of the plan. She didn't flake. She didn't like, you know, make it hard, right? If she, if she couldn't do something, she told me. And, and I just respect the fuck out of that. Somebody that is just true to their word, there is nothing fucking better in life. And it's the only thing I fucking care about, to be honest, in dating, serious. That, that is, to me, that is the number one factor. If you are in alignment with your word, you're already past half, honestly, 75, 80% of people. A lot of people are inauthentic. A lot of people don't show up like that. Um, so yeah, by the, the last day, right? The last day I see her the last night before I leave. And I think I remember telling her and I was like, you know, I was really confused as to, you know, why this was happening to me. I, I was felt, you know, cause again, you're talking about this. I was like, why the, like, I didn't, why did I deserve this to happen? I didn't deserve my Achilles to be popped. I didn't deserve to get scammed. I, I, everything was flowing so well. My work was going so well. Everything was moving. And then this shit like, you know, took me back. And I was looking for the reason and, and I literally like the last day I, I remember hanging out with her and I, I was like, I, I really think that the reason I tore my Achilles tendon was be was to meet you, was to get the chance to spend time with you. And I didn't even know you because to be honest, you, you showed me what it's like to meet somebody that is truly in alignment with me. That is all green flags that reciprocates my energy. And there weren't any games played. Zero games were played. Seriously. Maybe a little bit of just like ignoring each other's texts and feeling each other out a little bit. But beyond that, it was all green flags. And I literally told her to her face, I was like, I think you're the reason I tore my Achilles tendon, to be honest. And even that last day before I left, like I, I pulled her down, right? Like we're on my bed and I grabbed her by the hoodie and I was like, yo, listen, like, I really like you. Like I, I really do. And then she said it to me and I don't know what sucks is fast forward. So the last couple of days, so then I, I fly back to Arizona, right? I'm back here now. I think it was Friday. I'm feeling really good, right? I just met this girl. I'm fucking on cloud nine, but you know, me and her also have a conversation of like, all right, what's going to happen now? Like what, you know, how do we move and how do we proceed forward? And I was like, well, you know, I, we were just doing it. We were just doing it. We were spending time with each other because we wanted to. I get back here and a couple things happen. Here's the first thing. You know, something I didn't mention was because of this New York trip, right? I don't know if you guys know this, but I run testosterone and obviously that fucks with my hormones. Um, <clears throat> so I took a shot before I left and then I hadn't taken one in a week and a half. And I think I was starting to feel a little bit more mental clarity, um, by the end of that New York trip. Not that my mental was really fucked up to begin with, cause I've been doing testosterone for about seven years. Uh, so a very long time in my life, 
But the problem is, is you fuck around with that shot. And if you're not doing it on a consistent basis, even if it's like, you know, five days or, or three days or every week, you have to keep consistent with it. Right. Or it's going to fuck around with shit. But anyways, I get home from Arizona, have this great trip and I'm feeling very clear headed and, you know, I'm asking myself and I'm like, yo, do I, do I inject myself? I, I don't know if you guys realize that, but that's how I'd have to do this every five days. Um, and I was like, you know, like I've been feeling really good, but the other side of the coin is I do want to heal faster and I do want to get back into the gym and I do want to look a certain way. Uh, so I, you know, in the back of my mind, I think I, I knew that it was going to make me feel some type of way or I felt like it could, but then I was like, eh, you know what, what's, what's the harm? Like I've been doing it for so long. Like, is it really going to fuck me up? And here's the thing. I, I don't know if that's what did it, but I, so I, I inject myself and the next day, like I go to make videos and I'm blank. I'm overthinking. I'm now looking on Instagram. I'm comparing myself to people. I'm feeling like shit. And not only on top of that, like I'm starting to get anxious, uh, overthinking thoughts about this girl that I'm, that I just saw, you know, everything is normal. Like we're texting normal. She had gone to work. Um, I'm feeling really cutesy and I'm feeling really fucking weird. I'm like, I don't know why I'm overthinking everything. And here's the other one too. Um, you know, on top of that, I also did something else against my intuition. So, and this is going to sound really weird, but you guys know that, you know, when I'd gone celibate, I stopped jerking off. And ever since I, you know, I guess got off celibacy, I had sex at two times. I hadn't really jerked off, but something I've noticed is when I do that, I tend to feel guilty afterwards. <laughs> and I've started to notice that now. And here's the other thing too, is like I woke up. So that day I had a bad day. It was Saturday. I didn't get any videos done. I was just like, fuck, like I don't feel good. Like, I don't know what's happening. Or maybe it was Sunday. Uh, I did the shot on Saturday and I just remember, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to chalk it up to a bad day. I talked to that girl on the phone at night. We had a nice two hour conversation. Just like I, I told her, I was like, ah, I just had a really rough day. Sorry. I was like overthinking stuff, like whatever. Woke up the next day. I'm like, all right, I'm ready for another good day go into the shower and I like contemplate. I'm like feeling like horny and maybe it's from the shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got the testosterone running through my body or maybe it's just general horniness. Um, long story short, I'm like, I'm like, fuck, I feel like if I jerk off right now, it's going to like throw me off. Right. Cause like, I don't really want to do it, but I'm just doing it because I have the urge, you know, pull out pictures or whatever it is. Um, it's actually, I don't even want to say, but anyways, long story short, um, you know, I, I still had pictures of the other girl and I jerked off and afterwards I just felt guilty and it was against my intuition. Cause I was like, I, I don't know if this is going to make my day better or make me get off to a hot start, but I was like, fuck it. It's just natural, right? It's just, you know, it's what people do. It is what it is. I do that next day. Same thing. Fucking, I think it was Monday. I'm like, 
can't make a video. I'm overthinking. Now I'm comparing myself to all these different creators. I'm going back into my old patterns and habits of, of comparing myself to people, not feeling good enough. I'm feeling so weird. I'm like, what is my even direction? Do I even have a brand? I start really questioning the shit out of myself and I'm overthinking constantly. Now, here's the other thing. It's just like in that moment, I couldn't create. I'm trying to force myself. I'm trying to shoot videos. I'm not feeling good. So I sit down, I meditate 30 minutes. I start thinking about everything. I start now being overwhelmed by just the thoughts of like, why did I inject myself if I didn't need to? Why did I jerk off if I didn't really want to? Now I'm thinking about this girl. I'm like, man, I met this girl, but now we're long distance. Like, what the fuck am I going to do with this situation? Like, I didn't even think all that through. I was just rolling with it and just letting my heart just go wild. So, you know, I sat down. I actually, what I ended up doing is I got in my car and I was like, yo, I need to sort this shit out. I don't know what I'm thinking about. I don't know what's happening. I need to, I need to sit down. I need to figure this shit out. I drive and I go to the mountain. I go up there. I hike, fucking hike with the fucking torn Achilles. <laughs> and... I sit down and, and I journal and I journaled for the first time all year. It's December. I don't fucking journal. It's like not my vibe, but that's how much I was in my fucking feels. So anyways, I go up there. I journal. I write all this shit down. I, I wrote down. I'm like, I injected when I told myself that it probably wouldn't be good for my psyche. And I literally said to myself, maybe I should stop doing that. I jerked off when I knew I didn't really want to, but I, I just had that urge even though my intuition was telling me that it probably wasn't going to be good for me. And, and what did I do? I, I jerked off and I was like, I, I wrote down, I was like, I'm done doing that. I'm done not trusting my intuition because this is what happens. You know, we, we all have these decisions inside of ourselves where we, and I realized that it's urges, it's urges, it's urges to, you know, shortcut. That's really what it is, right? It's it's stress relief. It's comfort. It's how do I get ahead, right? And think about that, right? Because because that's what it is. Oh, I want to speed up the recovery. Oh, I want to look good. Oh, here's here's uh, some injections to to make me feel that way or or do that. Oh, jerking off. The, oh, this will keep my mind off of the, the stress that I'm having. But in reality, all that stuff compounds. And then I ended up writing down. I'm like, yo, I'm I'm. And here's the other thing too, because again, I've been love bombing this girl a little bit and then I haven't been pressuring her too much, but I've been like, you know, I've been telling her how I feel and I've been even saying to her like, don't fuck with me. Like if you're going to play around with me, like don't fuck around, like blah, blah, blah. I'm putting a lot of pressure on this girl. And I wrote down and I'm like, you know, I, I'm pressuring this girl and it's because I'm trying to control the situation and it's because I'm feeling guilty because I don't know how to handle it. Because we are in this position where it is long distance again. And again, I'm projecting. I'm projecting my bullshit onto her. And again, it's not that deep, right? Like, like that's the thing is like, I want you guys to understand, like, I don't think this girl would talk to me if I was really doing some wild shit. Like, this is just me self-reflecting on all of my actions, like self-reflecting on the things that I've been doing. <laughs> And even with that other girl that I was talking to, again, the the lust, more lustful connection, I even wrote down, I'm like, I I need to tell this girl, like I I I'm not I'm not I'm not entertaining that. You know what I'm saying? It's like I, I can't entertain you if this is what it's gonna be. Like I, I know it's not authentically what I want. So, anyways, I'm like, all right, cool. 
I, I wrote all that stuff down and I'm like, all right, go fix it. So what do I got to do? I got to trust my intuition. I got to stop that shit. Probably. That's a really tough one for me. The, the testosterone decision, man, I, I know I don't want to do a lot, but I might do a little bit, but I'm like, maybe I should just stop entirely because I really feel like it fucks up my mental. I feel it it does make me overthink, especially on those shot days. And then the other thing is, you know, I, I, I'm done jerking off. I, honest, I, I know it sounds stupid, but I, I don't, that doesn't, that doesn't do anything for me. And to be honest, the semen retention really helps me with the creativity. So I think I'm done doing that too. Um, I, I sent a voice note to that girl and I was like, yo, listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, um, you know, like you're a really cool girl, but I know I don't want to do long distance. And that was, and I'm, I'm not talking about the wholesome chick, although wholesome girl. And I told her this over the phone. So, you know, I was like, damn, this is the last domino, right? This is the last thing I got to clear up. So I call her on the phone and I was like, listen, I'm like, this situation is so hard for me. It's so hard for me. I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't been this excited for a connection in a really long time. Um, Like, I know that I like you. I was like, I know that I really do genuinely want to see this connection through. But I was like, the flip side of the coin is, in the back of my mind, we are long distance. I was like, I, so I'm going back there um, in December, uh, at the end of the month to, for Christmas. So I'm going to see her again for probably like a day or two, you know, nothing crazy. And I was like, as much as I really like you, I was like, what am I holding on to this relationship for? I, I'm pushing these boundaries in, in a way on this relationship. And I'm not thinking ahead. Like in the reality, what's, what's going to happen? I see you two days and then maybe you come out and see me. How do I really get to know you? I haven't seen you in front of your friends. I haven't seen you in your day-to-day. In order for us to pull that off, it would have to be an astronomical risk. What are you going to do? Move out here? Without what? Without really knowing each other? I was like, honestly, the only solution I think at this point is, is like, as much as I fucking like you, is like, I think we really just need to be friends. And that fucking sucked, you know? Like, it, long distance sucks. And, and, but here's the thing, yo, I've done long distance. How many times now? Four girls in a row, fucking Miami, Canada, Texas. I'm fucking done dog. I'm over that shit. And, and it's so hard to get to know somebody over a long distance connection. I'm sorry. There's only so much I can get to know over the phone, but that is the thing. If we truly care about each other, if we truly want to be in each other's lives, me and this girl, we will continue to talk to each other no matter what. And that's what I said. You, listen, I have the freedom to do what I want. You have the freedom to do what you want. But the reality is, is given that freedom, how do we want to spend that time? If we want to spend that time talking to each other and we continue to talk to each other and we continue to build and we continue to, to build a friendship and it actually is something that's legitimate and I see you and you come here and things just work out, they work out but I recognize that I can't put those boundaries on the relationship. And obviously that was very hard for this girl to hear, but she understood. And that's what I like about her so much too. It's just, she, she gets it. She, she's not dumb. She's self-aware. And I feel like that's something that's really hard for, I'm like, yo, you are a lot of the things that I believe 
that I've been waiting for. Again, here's the other part, right? With long distance, like again, you you don't see somebody on their day-to-day, right? I, I only know what you're telling me. There's 12 hours of the day that, you know, if we're not texting or talking, I don't know what you're doing. You know, are we actually going to vibe? Are we really truly a good team? How do we know? Like, imagine if you were here. That's when we'd actually know, right? Then we're in the trenches. We haven't even slept with each other. You know, there's so much to discover. Do we have that good connection? Uh, You know, here's the other thing too. She's not a gym girl, right? And flat out, she's not. She said it to me to my face. Um, but she does take care of herself, you know. Uh, I think she runs and she eats healthy, whatever. Man, who knows? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Who knows, right? Um, and those are the things I would really want to see, right? Is like, how would we be together? Can we actually be something that is legitimate? But that's what's so hard about long distance is how do you find out you're legitimate over the phone? Honest. You really have to do a lot. And even then, it the clock doesn't start until you are literally in the same location. It really doesn't. Everything else before that is is just based on feels and intuition. And I guess that's where I'm at with this connection where I'm just like, I'm, I'm just going to release it. You know, I'm going to spend my time. I'm going to talk to you. I'm still going to be in your life because I enjoy talking to you. And if, and if that feeling for me just ever ends, then it ends. But if it never ends and we continue to somehow stay in each other's lives, we stay in contact and we see each other and things just happen. I, you know, that's the thing is over time, I feel like I will know, right? If we're only just friends, I will get sick of talking to you at some point if it really is just me and you being friends, right? We're, there is no benefit for either of us outside of just us wanting to be there for our own pleasure, right? Outside of us being there for good conversation. And I guess that's a hallmark of a decent relationship to begin with. So that's the only way I think I would even take the risk of doing another long distance relationship is we need to just get some miles and get some time being just homies. And here's the thing. At a minimum, at least I met somebody that I now know what it looks like to meet somebody when it's all green flags. I now know what it feels like to meet somebody that is truly in alignment with me. I now know what it feels like to to meet somebody that, I don't know, I think genuinely cares about me just as much as I care about her for the short time that I did know her. And yeah, so it's been an interesting last three weeks. I'm going to be honest with you, trying to fucking rehab this shit, get my life back together again. I feel like I'm in a crisis right now, not knowing what I want to do with my life uh, or what my brand is, but I don't, I don't think I need to have a brand. You know, I'm hitting this point where you know, with this girl situation and with the situation regarding my work, I, I feel like the, the overarching lesson here is you just got to relinquish control. You got to let go of control. You got to stop trying to manipulate it and, and just let life come to you as it is. Stop thinking so much. Let go of the wheel. You know, show up as you are every day, confident, clear-headed, trust your intuition and, and if these things are meant to be, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, can I relinquish the idea that this needs to be something? Can I relinquish the idea that I need a specific result? You know, what if people don't really fucking like me for who I am? You know, can I get comfortable with the fact that maybe I'm not, and not that I'm not going to hit a million followers or something, because I've got goals in the back of my mind, right? Honestly, when I think about it, I'm like, yo, I want to be fucking huge. I want to be huge. I... 
I want to have so much fucking reach for my story. But the reality is, is like, again, I, that's a result. That's an outcome. I, my goal can't be that. If my goal is that, this is why I'm struggling so much, to be honest. Because all I will ever think about is how that person or how people are taking my shit. And the same thing for the relationship, right? If I'm constantly thinking about how she's going to take me and I'm not just living in alignment and just being authentically who I am, to be honest, is the connection even really going to mean that much? Or not even just that. But if you don't show up authentically in a relationship or for me, like online, just truly doing the things that I really want and being the person that I really want in this relationship, it's never actually going to feel good. Even if you get the girl, even if I get the million followers, if I'm doing something that I don't really like to do, for instance, if my job was just to come on here and give you blanket dating advice like I have been for the last three, four years of my life, which don't get me wrong, I want to tell you the reasons why the guy isn't texting you back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, please, Chris, tell me why I love him so much. You know, it's like, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be like, hi guys, today I'm going to teach you three ways to text him to get him to care about you. Like, fuck no, that sounds miserable. That's what I'm saying. There is a way to grow and, and to do it in a business way, but I want to do it in a way that I'm like, I really enjoy the things that I'm creating. And that's the thing too, for the relationship that I'm going to be in, I just want to be me. I just want to show up and be a fucking dickhead or just whoever I am, just come as I am. That's freedom. That to me is success, is being in a relationship or having a career or a job where I'm making money where I could show up and just doing something that really lights me the fuck up, that I truly care about, saying whatever I want, accepting myself for who the fuck I actually really am. That's success. And I guess I'm thinking it's the fucking numbers, even though, again, the problem is when the money is on it and, and, and everything is on it, it just makes it fucking hard. It makes it hard not to get trapped into that. The same thing with a person, right? It, it makes it so hard to not get trapped into caring about how they're going to take your actions in, into the way that they are going to take into consideration how they feel so much. But the reality is, is, you need to do what feels right to you at all times, even if that other person doesn't like it. And to be honest, that's the only reason they're going to even fuck with you in the first place. That's what I'm saying. The, the outcomes that we want in our lives, whether it's a great relationship or, or money or income, we need to attract those things by being authentically us and not trying to pick out which thing it's going to be, you know, or when it's going to happen. We can't control when it's going to happen, but you really got to dive deep onto what it is that you love or what you truly appreciate. You know, I wanted to be famous yesterday. I wanted to be rich yesterday. I wanted to find love yesterday. And when you don't have the things that you feel like you want, sometimes you're just sitting in that state of lack. Sometimes you're just sitting in that state of all right, how do I get ahead? And then you overthink the entire process. You know, it's all just hitting me right now. I think everything that I've been doing 
in my life has been for this outcome of trying to control the way that I'm perceived. And I think I'm recognizing right now in this moment, like this is the reason that I made a lot of decisions that maybe don't really truly align with the way that I truly feel deep down. You know, when I think about the testosterone, it's like, what is that for? Is that really for me? Or is that really for the outer shell? You know, when I think about sometimes like, you know, when I don't post a certain video because I'm like, well, what if I look stupid? Or what if people don't respect my knowledge anymore? And every single time I make a choice to not post something or to do something to impress another person, I'm not living in alignment with who I am. And I guess this is the journey of trying to figure out who you are is really taking a hard look in the mirror and really asking yourself like, what are you, what are you doing in spite of others? Like, what are you doing to impress others? And be honest with yourself. And don't tell, don't tell yourself it's for you if it's really not. What do you truly think? And I'm asking myself these questions. I'm like, I just want to be me. And, and I know that I partially have been that. But I, my whole point is I think I could take it even deeper. There's things I probably don't share. And like I think about even just little things. Like sometimes I wake up in the morning and my hair doesn't look that good. And I don't want to post that, right? And everything I like, and that's what I'm saying is my problem is, is everything that I do, I'm thinking about the way that other people are going to take it. And it's fucking hard to be truly authentic because I think the really hard part is, or the the honest truth is, what if I'm just not that relatable, you know? What if I need to deal with the fact that me being truly authentically who I am might not mean thousands of millions of followers. It might not mean being the popular thing. And my problem is, is I'm trying to be the popular thing. But if I'm not doing it in alignment with what I truly feel and what I truly think, again, it's not worth anything. And I think it's time to let go of control. I, I think it's time to just, just say, fuck it. Really, like, fuck it. If I have a thought or I want to post something, just do it. How somebody takes it, fucking cares. You know, I know I need to make money. <laughs> and I think that's something that's hard for me is, you know, I am a coach and I want to help people and I know I can. But the other hard part is, is just like, I just don't want to care what you think about me. And it's so hard because reputation, I guess, is involved with the money. But fuck it. Let me go broke. That's that's what I'm saying is I, I think I need to be prepared to go broke. I need I need to be prepared to lose followers. I need to be prepared to understand that if I'm truly going to do this in the way that I really feel like is in alignment with who I am, that it might mean none of that. But I think what's weird is I think if I really do go into that, I actually feel like the results will be even better because it you'll feel it. But I can't do it for that reason, right? I can't do it for the reason of your approval. So here's to turning a new leaf. 
Um, and I don't know what that looks like yet. And I don't know what, what's going to come of it. But all I know is, is that I just want to create things that are natural to me. And I got to rebuild my life. I got to start thinking about what do I really want to do outside of content? What do I want to do on a day-to-day basis? Me and my therapist were joking around. I should start knitting because <laughs> I can't do anything, you know, moving, right? So she's like, well, you, you need a hobby that you can do that doesn't involve running or using your legs. She's like, what about art? What about knitting? I was like, yo, how fucking dope would it be if I just started becoming like a knitting influencer? I was fucking making quilts, <laughs> putting my shit on Etsy. That shit would be dope as fuck. Maybe that's my new fucking move. I don't fucking know, but that's my point. Finding and doing the things that I love that are not for somebody else. So we'll see what happens with this girl situation. I'll let you know kind of what happens in my decision with the testosterone. I am going to stop jerking off. Um, and let's just live life freely. Let's, let's trust our intuition. Let's let go of the expectations. Let's let go of the results. Fuck the money. Fuck the views. Fuck the likes. Fuck the comments. Fuck the following. Fuck the TikTok. Fuck caring if somebody fucking cares. Uh, literally. And just see what comes out. Whatever comes out, let it come out. I'm just going to take some actions. I'm just going to post some videos. I'm just going to enjoy my life. And I hope that you guys see and feel a very authentic and different version of me moving forward. And I don't even want to put myself in a box. Fuck the box. I'm not a coach. I'm not a mentor. I'm none of those things. I'm just Chris Nappy. Hey, what's going on? My name's Chris Nappy. I'm I'm just who I am. And I don't... I. Whatever comes out of my mouth comes out of my mouth. And, and if you don't like it, then I guess so be it. I'll deal with the consequences. All right. Well, I'll talk to you really soon. I appreciate you guys for listening. And um, yeah, just I hope that all resonates with you for real.